episode of Your BFF Podcast. I'm Mel, and I'm about to become your best fucking friend. Guys, where has the time gone? May is almost over, and Pod X is this weekend. Just a heads up, Pod X will be at the Nashville Convention Center May 31st, June 1st, and June 2nd, with lots of your favorite podcasts like Undisclosed, Crime Junkie, and Pottercast, all doing panels and live shows. Producer Eric and I are taking the How to Live Your Life series in front of a live audience on Sunday at 3.20 p.m. on the MP3 Festival stage. If you have any life advice questions and you want us to answer them during our live show, send them to yourbffpod at gmail.com. And if you want to be at the show in person, we are giving away one ticket for Saturday and Sunday so you can check out all the podcasts and even be there for our show. To enter to win, all you have to do is email your full name, phone number, and why you want to attend PodX to yourbffpod at gmail.com, and the winner will be notified this Friday morning, May 31st. Keep in mind, this doesn't include any travel or accommodation, so this is for folks who are local or who are maybe traveling to the Nashville area this weekend. Even if you don't win, you can still get 10% off your tickets by going to podx.com and using code BFF. If you're going to be attending, reach out to us on social media and let us know because we would love to say hello. Okay, guys. So this is always an introspective time of year for me. My birthday's next Tuesday, and especially as I get older, this is kind of the time where I tend to reflect on my life and think about not just where I'm heading, but how far I've come. So this year, I created a list I want to share with you guys of 35 things that I learned before turning 35. Number 35, always put on lotion. In over 20 years, I have not once skipped putting on lotion after a shower because keeping your skin hydrated will keep it looking and feeling its best and it'll keep you looking younger longer. So honestly, it's kind of a win. Number 34, invest in good skincare. It took me a few years to find something I really loved that works for me. And for me, that thing is drunk elephant. That stuff has literally gotten my skin in the best condition ever. This is completely not sponsored, but if the folks over at Drunk Elephant happen to listen and hear this and they want to become a sponsor, you know, I'm not, I would not say no. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. (laughs) Number 33, less screen time plus reading equals a much happier me. Some of my recent faves, actually, I gave up Men for Lint by Casey Maine. You may have heard her on the show last week. She's freaking amazing. Unfuck Yourself by Gary John Bishop and The Lion Game by Ruth Ware. Number 32, I am always going to hate exercise, but I have to do it anyways if I don't want to feel like shit. Number 31, whatever helps you drink more water, do more of that. I spend a small fortune on LaCroix lime and bubbly grapefruit sparkling water because it makes me feel like I'm drinking something way more fun than just plain old water. Sorry, if you like water, that's great. And I am so happy for you. But that is not my life. I also have an abundance of funky water bottles and tumblers that help encourage me to carry water wherever I go. Whenever we drink more water, we truly do feel better. And basically, we're just houseplants with complicated emotions. Number 30, you're not too old, too big, too small, too whatever to rock whatever the hell you want to wear. Looking back on photos of myself in my 20s, I was so cute, but my self-esteem, not so great. 
I wouldn't dream of wearing a crop top in my 20s because I felt like those were reserved for girls who were more fit and more beautiful and more confident than me. There was something about this, my 34th year, that made me say, fuck it, and I am now the proud owner of over 10 crop tops and I wear the shit out of them. Wear what makes you feel good, girl. Wear what makes you feel sexy. You're going to look back on photos of these days and say, damn, girl, you look good. Number 29. I will not, in fact, die if I have to make two trips from the car with my groceries. I know. I was shocked, too. Number 28. You can, in fact, have too many lipsticks. Uh, When I implemented the Marie Kondo method earlier this year, I realized I had a collection of over 100 lipsticks and over half of them were in some variation of the exact same color. So uh, if you see me at Sephora or Ulta or Walgreens or anywhere with a lipstick in my hand, swat it out of my hand. You now have my permission. Number 27, a night out with a good friend is good for the soul. I love going out with some of my closest friends, whether we sing karaoke or go dancing or just sit and talk on a patio until 2 a.m. There's something about these nights out where hilarity ensues and the next thing you know, you're singing a moving rendition of Total Eclipse of the Heart at 2 a.m. with your friend Zobie. 26. Hangovers are now events that render me useless for no less than one whole day. But with some planning, they can be avoided even if you do choose to partake in the wine or the vodka tonics. Make sure you get plenty of sleep the night before or take a power nap if that's a thing that you can do and eat some fat and carbs and protein right before you head out. Now, this is where the better version of me should tell you to eat lean protein and healthy fats and carbs, but the actual me is going to tell you to order a cheese pizza because, girl, YOLO. (laughs) Drink plenty of water before, during, and after your outing and try to stick to one type of booze. Before bed, drink a full glass of water, eat a slice of that pizza you ordered earlier, and take some ibuprofen. And for fuck's sake, don't drink and drive. Get a lift. There's no excuses for stupidity here. Number 25. Healthy eating isn't about perfection. I try to eat healthy 80% of the time, but if I want tacos or chocolate or pizza, I'm going to have it. Life is about balance. And as I've gotten older, I've gotten pickier about what I have as my indulgences, I know that certain foods are going to make me feel like garbage, but I just choose to avoid those. For me, food is an experience and I love going out to eat with those that I love. And you better believe that I'm going to have a piece of bread or order the cake and have the queso and I am damn sure not going to feel bad about it. Number 24, don't waste time regretting things. Whether you did wrong or you were wronged, take the lesson from what happened and learn from it. Grow from it and be better because of it. Number 23, you are not your past. You are not the things that you've done or the things that have been done to you. Who you are is the person that you became because of or in spite of it all. Number 22, be able to admit when you're wrong. Let's face it, none of us are perfect and chances are you fucked up before And we are all guaranteed to do it again multiple times because we are human. But own it, apologize for it, and mean it. Number 21, thou shalt not color thy own hair. (laughs) Seriously, just don't do it. Just just a bad idea. (laughs) Number 20, 
making friends at 34 is honestly much the same as it was at 24, 14, or even four years old. But we tend to overcomplicate things by being self-conscious. It really is as simple as saying hello and starting a conversation. Honestly, there's nothing more flattering than somebody saying, hey, you're rad as hell. Let's be friends. Number 19, you need at least one friend one person you can be totally and completely yourself with. I'm talking the you that you are when you're completely alone, the good, the bad, the ugly. If you're lucky, you may even have more than one of those people in your life. Love them hard because these are your people. Number 18, always tip. Always, always, always. Number 17, I cannot emphasize enough the importance of a good strapless bra and double-sided sticky tape. Listen, it doesn't matter how much boobage you've got going on, you are still at risk for a random boob pop. I'm going to tell you a little story. Uh, (laughs) At my first wedding, it was hotter than a billy goat with a blowtorch, and y'all, the boob sweat was real. I was wearing a strapless gown, as was the trend, and as a card-carrying member of the Itty Bitty Titty Committee, I was not wearing a bra. When I went to throw the bouquet, my boob jumped right out of my dress, and naturally, the photographer caught the moment in action, so I would never, ever, ever forget it. (laughs) Which leads me to number 16. You're going to do embarrassing shit. (laughs) You could bury your head under the covers or you could just tell hundreds of people about how your boob popped out when you threw your bouquet at your wedding. So, you know, whatever. You do you, boo. Number 15, own your own shit. We all have shit. Every single freaking one of us. Look at past relationships and even issues you may have had with friends or family and analyze these situations objectively. Look for the patterns in these situations and think about how you can do better and be better in the future. Number 14, diversify your friend group in every sense of the word. If you are constantly surrounded by people who look like you, who have similar backgrounds as you, your world will always remain small. But If you surround yourself with people of all different walks of life, your entire world will grow. Your perspective will grow. Number 13, you need to know what's going on in the world around you. You don't get to be uneducated about politics and social issues. Maybe you feel like certain policies or issues don't affect you, but nine times out of 10, these issues are affecting someone that you care about plus thousands and thousands of other people. Do your own research, read from unbiased sources, and have honest conversations with people in your life who know more than you do about the subject at hand. And when in doubt, listen. Which leads me to number 12. Listen to hear and to understand, not to respond. Number 11, consume wisely. We are bombarded with content every single day. You can follow almost every celebrity on Instagram and see what everyone you've ever known since kindergarten is up to with the swipe of a finger on Facebook. 
And the next thing you know, you've fallen into the black hole of social media and the minutes have turned into hours. But hey, you learn that your cousin's best friend's ex-boyfriend's sister now tunes hamster harmonicas. Oh, and she got married last fall to a millionaire named Edward and they now live happily ever after in their Beverly Hills mansion. (sighs) Social media can be a great thing, but it can also be a time and energy suck. Instead of starting your day scrolling through social media, start by reading or listening to something that helps you grow. Whether you're looking to learn a new skill or you need motivation and inspiration, there's tons of books and videos and podcasts out there available to you for free. My personal favorite is Jay Shetty's On Purpose podcast. And honestly, when I start my day listening to his show, I just feel centered and focused and ready to take on my day. Number 10. The love of a dog is life-altering. It's no secret that I love my dogs, but truthfully, my dogs have saved my life. When my depression has had me firmly in its grasp, and just knowing that my dogs depended on me kept me going. When I felt I had nothing to live for, they've given me a purpose. Even when I'm alone, I'm never really alone because they're right there just within arm's reach waiting for pets. Number nine, forgiveness is important of yourself and others. And sometimes you may have to forgive somebody that never apologizes. Here's where my opinion may differ from some. Just because you forgive somebody, that doesn't mean that you have to let them back in your life and go back to normal. I'm going to use an analogy of sickness because I think hurt and anger can feel a lot like a parasite of your joy. If you're sick and your doctor prescribes you an antibiotic, you don't feel better instantly, right? The same is with forgiveness. By forgiving someone, you're allowing yourself to let go of the hurt and move forward, even though you still have this wound. And like all wounds, they take time to heal. And some wounds won't ever fully be the same. They may leave scars, but don't let anyone, including yourself, pressure you into rushing this process. Number eight, sometimes you have to find your own closure. You won't always get a reason, an apology, or even a goodbye, and you have to make that okay in your own heart. Number seven. This one may sound familiar as we've definitely talked about it before, but I think it bears repeating. Let go of the things and people who aren't meant for you. You might be sitting there thinking, Mel, how am I supposed to know if something or somebody's meant for me? More often than not, we know, but we don't want to see it, so we make excuse after excuse after excuse. Here's a couple of things to consider. Does the situation or person bring you joy or does it make you feel anxious, help you grow or stifle you? Chances are your gut already knows the answer. Listen to it. Number six, sometimes people grow apart and that's okay. It doesn't always have to be some big thing, some big wrongdoing or big production. Sometimes our life paths simply move us or grow us in other directions Be okay with letting go and look at those people with gratitude for the place they hold in your life and the memories that you have together. Number five, have people in your life that will call you on your shit and who aren't afraid of having the tough conversations. Something I love about two of my best friends, Nicole and Kia, is that they're not afraid to check up on me. Both of them know that I struggle with depression and that one of the ways I deal with that is avoidance. And if I'm not taking care of myself, these two will call me on it. Not because they're judging me, but because they love me. Number four, stop comparing your life or your journey to everyone else's. And especially in the age of social media, this can be pretty difficult. We may all be in this life thing together and not one of us is getting out of here alive, 
but we are all at different stages in our journey. Stop comparing your first step to someone else's 10th or even their 100th. Number three, eliminate the word but from your vocabulary. And I'm not talking about Channing Tatum has a nice butt. I'm talking about the I want to be a writer, but I want to travel, but I want to move to a new city, but the but is always going to be followed by an excuse, a reason, a why to talk you out of doing the things that you want to do. There are always a million reasons not to do something, and we're all adults here. Most of us don't have the luxury of setting aside our responsibilities to live out our dreams, but what we do have is the ability to take daily actionable steps towards our goal. If you want to be a writer, set aside an hour a day to write. If you want to run a marathon, set aside a few hours a week to train. If you want to travel, get your passport. Often, When we're looking at our dreams, all we see is the end result. And if you're looking at where you are now and comparing that to the end result, it's damn sure going to be terrifying and it's going to seem impossible. Whatever your goal is, there are actionable steps you can take to achieve it. Now you might say to me, Mel, I don't have time to do these things because I've got a job. I've got a family, a pet cactus named George. I'm tired. The next season of Handmaid's Tale is coming out soon. Blah, blah, blah the lies we tell ourselves. Guys, everyone has 24 hours in their day. Nobody gets extra time. Even Beyonce only gets 24 hours in her day. The difference between us and those people that are living our dream lives, how they spend those 24 hours. Stay up late, get up early, cancel your Netflix subscription, Remove Facebook from your phone. Do whatever you've got to do to carve out time every single day to work towards your dreams. Which leads me to number two. All you have is today. If there's something or someone on your heart, take action on it immediately. A few years ago, I lost touch with one of my best friends while I was going through some pretty traumatic life situations. It became hard for me to reach out to people And though I thought about calling her often, I kept putting it off. I said, I'll reach out soon. I'll call soon. But soon never came because she suddenly passed away before I could pick up the phone. So if someone is on your mind, tell them right now. Or if there's a dream that you have, take at least one step in that direction today because all we have is now. Now this last one, I hope that you'll hear it. And I hope that you'll really, really hear it and feel it. Number one, you are enough. And I think this is something that a lot of people struggle with. And I'm here to tell you that you are without a doubt enough. Stop being so hard on yourself and understand that you are beautiful. You are worthy and you are enough. Guys, thank you so much for joining me today. I want to know if you have any life wisdom to bestow upon me as I turn 35. So send your words of wisdom to yourbffpod at gmail.com or tell me using hashtag yourbffpod on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. And please, please, please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast platform. And make sure you're following at your BFF pod on all the socials. And you can find me at Music City Mel there as well. And as always, thank you so much for listening. And I'll see you next week.